Hi guys, good day and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Father's Love Letter. To be honest with you, I have done this recording like over and over and over again and I kept deleting. (laughs) Because I was like, I don't want to do this, but man, here we go. And so dear God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for that which you are going to speak using my lips. I also ask that you think through my mind, Lord, that every word I utter will be to the benefit of your people and also myself, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, where do I begin? You know, scripture says the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by their own faith. Yeah. Um, I can't really remember the scripture but yeah i'll put it down i'll go back to it so it takes me back to (laughs) um a short um teaching sermon i heard a preacher talk and he he said something like um why is it that the dead bones of a prophet either elijah or elisha could raise a dead person back to life why was the anointing still so strong in the bones and why did he have to die of sickness why did the anointing not work for him in his own life and he said something the anointing that god has put on your life is for his people is for people out there but you see you have to work it out with your own faith the just shall live by their own faith so faith is the only thing that pleases god there is a level of understanding and walk that you have with god that the only thing that's possible it's just faith for those who don't understand and who do not know and who do not even have the ability or the strength or the knowledge or anything he helps them but you see when he has called you he has called you why am i saying this there was a time a few weeks back i feel so embarrassed saying this time but a few weeks back the holy spirit had put um a nudge he had nudged me to go back and study um about the woman being the helper the helpmate and I was like, oh, Holy Spirit, I've done the study before now. We have talked about it. Like, I even had a record in that, not even not a podcast that had not um, published and all. So I just shrugged it. So he kept reminding me, kept reminding me, up until when he was like, hey, oh yeah, do this now. And I went back to my notes. And then there was just this fresh knowledge that just kept flowing. And I started writing, I started writing, I was writing and all of that. And you see, in the process of him doing that, he poured in a fresh desire in me about marriage. Yes, for those of you who know, yes, I'm not yet married. <laughs> Many people wonder why I talk about relationship and stuff like that. But yeah, it's what God has called me to do. So the reason why I say he put this fresh desire was because at a point I had pushed every desire away to get married. 
why is because in the process of picking up and saying okay yes lord i'm going to follow you i'm going to do what you have called me to do a reason why i was not doing that was because oh i'm a very shy person i'm fine with my voice being out there but you see having to face even if it's just myself in in a room and i'm just (laughs) doing a video um recording and all of that i get I just begin to wonder, oh, the people that are going to wonder, I don't want to make a mistake, this, that, and all of that. But I get my mentor say, just do it. Make the mistake. It, it, it all happens and all of that. So in the process of it all, when I took it up and I was running with everything he had told me to do, I had people, both singles and married, come to meet me and like talk with me. And you'll see, I was like, what do you want me to say to you? I'm not even married. Chica, at first, that was what I would think. But then I realized that he who has called me will fill me with his words. So I yield to the Holy Spirit and he gives me unction. And these people, these married people, run with it. (laughs) so the reason why i stepped back from the whole marriage thing was because seeing and hearing the things that people go through and when i hear it i'm like but this is the solution i know the solution because i have spent time with god and the holy spirit explains these things to me and I'm like, this is what you should do. There are many people who come to me and don't accept. Why? Because they've been, they're not dying to the flesh. And I always say dying to the flesh is an everyday thing, especially in your marriage. Because you will wake up one day, you have settled everything with your spouse the previous day, and then you wake up, something fresh happens. You have to die to the flesh. Your flesh will not want to apologize. Your flesh will want to just see, I am done with it. But you see, in this kingdom, we die to the flesh every day every single day so seeing all of that and knowing and hearing all of that made me pull back to say kai god marriage is hard but you see marriage in itself is work and you put in the effort what you want to see you have to put it you have to you you go into a house it's empty you have to fill it with things that you want to see the things that you want to wake up to every day you design it the way you would like same goes for marriage you go into it empty you 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 meet it empty but you come what you the things you come with are the things you're going to put inside of the marriage so what are you bringing with you that's why i always say people need to develop themselves you need to learn you need to spend time studying you need to spend time um gaining more knowledge read books follow who are your mentors who are the people you look up to who do you you get things like that that will help you so in seeing all of that i'm like the mistake people make is not gaining enough knowledge and not learning and not going through this pruning process not surrendering totally to the holy spirit because you see if a good marriage is a kingdom marriage and even in it there are issues adam and eve there was a miscommunication so you can have miscommunications you can have 
issues will arise but you see it's the willingness to overcome them and the reason why these issues come is because the devil try will try to break it all he doesn't want to see good people grow the kingdom of god like having good marriages and having beautiful children raising children up for god's kingdom so that's why we die to the flesh every day as long as we're on earth we have to die to the flesh so i was looking at the issues and then knowing the solution i was like god what if i end up with someone who you know all those what if questions what if questions so i was now pushing it away so he brought me back and i was like hey there's a reason why i called you to this yeah so pack your bags go and do this study gain more knowledge and come and pour it out for these people little did i know he had something else in store so that day i just got on my laptop i did the study on Ezra. I, I even went into the study on marriage and then i kept writing i kept writing and as i was writing writing there was just this flush of desire that he just poured in me of oh yes god where did i hide well like what was i thinking yes i do desire to get married but you see my desire of marriage was what it was it was what i had all along but you see the things that were coming at me as in the problems of these people that kept coming my way for counseling just kept pushing the desires back but he brought it back full force like a rush and he was like marriage is kingdom business so you're not getting married to fulfill your desires or to satisfy your desires you are getting married to fulfill kingdom business so the person you are with you are walking hand in hand can two work together except they be agreed no you have to agree first things first this is what i am called to do this is what i am called to do how do how did um how does your purpose and my purpose how do they both align so there's an alignment it doesn't you don't have to be called into the same thing even if it's just one person that's called do you get the wife is the helper also the man is helping because you see ephesians 5 21 says submit to yourselves one to another out of reverence for christ so there's this submission that goes both ways so there is this mind shift and this awakening <laughs> like king solomon says don't awaken love until <laughs> until you're ready so that was what it was for me and why i'm saying this is that many people are afraid of getting married why because we see what is in the society and all of that but you see you can't get it right as long as you depend on the holy spirit as long as you keep feeding yourself with the word you're not looking to a man to sustain you god is your sustainer and your provider he's your comforter he's your advocate he's your guide he's your provider you are aligning your purpose with this person to further God's kingdom to ensure that you bring heaven down on earth and make way for people to see to know to learn and come into it so we need to move from the flesh but you see the truth of the matter is that 
once you accept this thing that God has called you to do, you will always be the first partaker. So you know, you enjoy, and then in turn, you pour it out for people to know and also enjoy. So accept it. Don't run from it. Don't run from it. There is so much God wants to do with each and every one of us. Accept that job. Many a times we, we are... Our eyes are always looking for the big thing, but you see, there's a process. It's not like God doesn't want you to have that big thing, but you see, there's something about being contented with where you are at and what you have. You see, just as He said in Hebrews um, 13:5, "I will not leave you helpless. I will not leave you. I will not relax my hold on you. Assuredly not." Amplified Classic explains it that way. So. He will never leave you. He will always provide for you. He will always be there. He's the multi-breasted one. He's all sufficient. He's the Alpha and Omega. Like, he's Jehovah Jireh. So you need to know that no matter what it is that he has called you to do, he will sustain you every step of the way, day by day. Even he says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Let's worry about today. Even if it's night, it hasn't ended. The next day hasn't come. So why am I saying this? The Holy Spirit made me see things in a better light. And I'm saying this to you, for you to see it and understand and know that, see, God will not call you and put you in a place where he has not prepared way ahead for you. Even every obstacle, he has cleared it for you. You just need to walk in it. No matter the challenge, he has made a solution for you to be able to overcome the challenge or the challenges you meet ahead. So be it in your marriage. Don't be afraid to get married. Leave what the society is saying. Leave social media and the fake marriages. See, look to God. Jesus Christ is a perfect example. We are his bride. So step in and step out in faith. And know that you will meet someone who God has designed to align with you. Yes, it's it's not going to be perfect, but you see, it's going to be way better than what society gives. You are so going to enjoy your marriage that you'll wonder, what was I even thinking? Why was I even wasting my time? But you see, you need to pray, and as you do that, pray for your spouse before you even meet them. I always say, pray for your marriage before you're married. Pray for that person before you even know who that person is. Same way I always say pray for your children before they even come. Pray for yourself into the future before you even step into the next season. Things will align. They will all fall into place. (laughs) Worry not. So I had to overcome everything. And I told God I was sorry. So, I would wake up. When I'm at work, I'm looking through the window and I'm like, Hey! God. So, marriage can be sweet like this. I'm not even married, but you see, the (laughs) the knowledge and the way he has made me see it is like, 
as long as i stay glued to him and i obey his every word and every path that he has carved out for me and i walk in it i will enjoy it you will enjoy it so where you are just be there continue to be you see adam was working and god god was the one who said it is not good for this man to be alone i will make a helper suitable see there is someone suitable for you be you a guy be you a lady there's someone suitable to walk with you even adam was carried away don't mind me adam was carried away that he didn't even tell her everything like, ah, ah, this is the woman for me ah she was taken out of me i can feel it in my bones <laughs> but yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful and i thank god for this gift and i pray that every single person that decides to walk in that path will hold on to god like never before and experience and enjoy it to the fullest (laughs) god loves you he loves you so much that he will not want you to fall and make a mistake but you see he will respect your decision and love you regardless and he will keep making a way of escape for you no matter what he will keep strengthening you he will keep guiding you he will keep wiping the tears even if you're crying thinking that you made a mistake but you see god will work it out that is one thing i know for sure god will work it out and it all it will all all things work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose just be in him continue to remain in him and let his words abide in you and any and everything you ask for you will have it remain blessed guys good day and welcome to another episode of my podcast father's love letter i trust you've been good i know you guys have been good you just have to be (laughs) so dear god thank you for today thank you for your word in which we are going to look at i ask that the eyes of understanding be enlightened father in the name of jesus i ask the wisdom also be given to us as we are able to put what we have learned into use in the name of jesus amen so where do i begin (laughs) what are we going to talk about idol worshippers yes how each and every one of us are idol worshippers we may not like to see that way because oh we worship god we sing praises we're in that worship where we're crying and all of that but i tell you all of us and like this we are idol worshippers so let's look in let's look at scripture um exodus 34 verses 14 it says do not worship any other god because i the lord tolerate no rivals man that is so oh my god god doesn't like rivals it's so like he loves me so much that he cannot share me with anyone he can it's so charming but yeah (laughs) so 
I wrote something down and I posted on my status. I said, good morning, all you idol worshippers. And I had a lot of like, uh uh-uh. Who is this one? Who are these people that are calling idol worshippers and all of that? So I had to take time out to explain to each and every one of them that, see, we all have idols that we worship. And why do I say so? The Holy Spirit brought me to understand using an example. He used a couple of people I know who are craving and desiring to get married. That it, That is like the main thing in the forefront of their very before same thing i just said like it's what they look at they wake up morning by morning and they're like you know that you're sad you're depressed i'm not married i'm getting i'm i'm of age you get ladies who are way over in their 30s like middle to late 30s that i know of and prayer point you're fasting this is it so it's this is their desire and i know of a friend who has been looking for a particular job that has been the thing he has been after for years year after year when there's recruitment he applies it goes past a certain stage i think it was up until recently i think last year or so that he was able to go in go past a certain stage but after that it didn't go through so i can imagine how depressed how sad they must feel that the holy spirit made me see that god is a jealous god these are the things these are the idols we have put before him we forget to just sit in his presence and worship him and love on him he wants us to have the things we desire much more than we do but we fail to see it we fail to understand we go back saying god why but i worship you it's not about oh i worship you it's not about oh i serve you it's not about oh i give my time my tithe my money my no it's not about a tithe of everything you have it's about you he wants the whole of you and nothing more he doesn't want you to, to share you with anybody yes he's a jealous god each and every one of us has an atom of jealousy in us so you can imagine how that will make how god feels rather so ask yourself what is that thing what is that idol that you crave that you desire i remember a friend of mine was explaining um job's situation and job was pleading his case before god what have i done and i realized that there was that self-righteousness just as he made me see it and understand it i was like oh wow that is true so you know that thing that is before you even um john 6 helps us from verse 25 down helps us understand that even scripture says do not work for the food that spoils instead work for the food that gives eternal life He's even telling us what to go after. He's telling us what to seek out, what we should work for. Everything that is material, everything that is on earth here will perish, perish, be it food, be it a person, even animals, even plants, everything here will perish. But you see, the things that will not perish are the things of eternal life. And that is of God in him lies everything that we will need to survive for all of eternity and he says search for that thing and the only way we can search and get that thing is in him is when we surrender and 
be ourselves in him let him occupy and take all of who we are so what am i saying do not worship any other god that money you're craving you're desiring is an idol and you know scripture says you cannot serve god and mammon you cannot serve god and any other thing that you are desiring craving the only thing and person we need to desire and crave is god himself in all things that we do so i say again have no idol that job that spouse that um child everything we are craving that we have put that we are crying for you wake up every day you're crying about this thing you're like god favor me god open this door god give me this god give me that but you know you have everything in him (laughs) he is everything we desire so if god says you cannot have this thing would you stop worshiping him would you hate him or would you continue to reverence him and say god whether i have this thing or not i will continue to worship you whether you give me this family or not i will continue to praise your name whether you give me this job or whether this money comes or not father you are still first and foremost in my life is that what we are going to say or are we going to always keep wallowing in self-pity are we going to keep crying are we going to keep being sad what does his word say why do we always act like we are in lack why do we always act like we do not have when we have the one who gives everything that you want and desire let's stop making god look like the bad person stop worshiping all those idols we need to repent look around you you know that idol that you have you know that idol that is before you that you are putting first and foremost that you are crying about that you are crying for that you are wailing and making god feel bad stop it repent we need to repent I myself am included, I'm not excluded because even as I was talking, I remember the things the Holy Spirit just brought to my memory, my very before, like this thing also was an idol to you. And I remember that the moment I got up, wiped my eyes, dusted my knees, and I said, God, it is all about you. The moment I said, God, it is me and you now in the long run, it is me and you now, ride or die. <laughs> I remember clearly now the moment I said that I had this peace in me I had this peace and it was like I was a flute I tell you the truth you can never have anything outside of God the only way you can have that which you are craving and desiring is when you are out of God and you see it will not last it will not last so please i beg of you we need to stop we need to repent and say god thus further and no more it is only you not me i will not have any other gods i will not worship any other god any other idol anyone who is not you i will not have i will not worship i will not crave i will not desire i will not adore except you lord i 
pray that the Lord helps us come to this realization. And we keep thanking him for his mercies and his grace over our lives that even when we cry, even do you know he's still there to comfort us? despite all of these things that we are seeking outside of him oh my god as humans we will be jealous as humans will be like kai no no i beg this person is putting this thing above me i can't but you see despite it all despite the fact that he's a jealous god <laughs> he still comforts us father we thank you for your comfort I thank you that you look past our desires, you look past our cravings, you look past your jealousy and you still guard us, you still comfort us, you still advocate for us, you still intercede for us. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen.